You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff, and this is episode number 42. Now today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things in the world that just also happens to be one of the most haunted structures in the world. I'm talking about lighthouses. I don't know why so many lighthouses, especially here on the eastern seaboard, seem to be haunted, but we're going to talk about a couple of them right now because I absolutely love lighthouses. I've actually been to a couple of the lighthouses that are, that are reportedly haunted, so we're going to talk about those. I'm going to talk about some of the ones that I want to go to as well. I thought this would be a, a fun topic to discuss. Uh, of course, here at Ray, uh, Real Paranormal Talk, we are the home of all things spooky here on CKCC Radio. So let's get started talking about some haunted lighthouses. And we're going to get started with one that is not the traditional looking lighthouse. It's not the the, the, the slender building that whenever you picture lighthouses, you picture this. And we're, it's actually in my home state as well. Unfortunately, I have not had a chance to visit it yet, but I plan to in the uh, near future. It is a New London Ledge Lighthouse. It is one of the most picturesque lighthouses along the Connecticut coast. It is uh, allegedly haunted by a ghost of a former keeper who they now call Ernie. Built in 1909 atop a concrete pier in New London Harbor, the light itself strikes a, is a three-story building. Individual keepers tended the light from its inception over a century ago until 1939, where the U.S. Coast Guard took it over. In 1987, the light was finally automated, eliminating the need for anyone to stay on site, which apparently was quite welcome. Now, I don't know about you. I personally would love to be a lighthouse attendant, but then again, I'm a little strange. As it turns out, over the years, many of those on duty reported all sorts of strange and unexplainable things, from doors opening and closing, unexplained knockings, bedsheets flying off the bed, cups moving around, TVs and radios turning themselves on and off, the foghorn spontaneously sounding on its own, and other unexplained happenings. Oh, and from time to time, you know, they caught the image of a ghost. A bearded man in a slicker and rain hat has been seen on site as well. Do you think that it, uh, it's actually, like I said, it's Ernie. That's what they've nicknamed him. The story goes that in the 1920s or 30s, the keeper of the lighthouse, possibly a man named John Randolph, possibly some guy named Ernie. We don't know. He was so distraught that his wife had run off with a local ferry captain that he jumped from the roof to his death. No records have been discovered to confirm or deny this, yet it's believed that the spirit of this despondent soul still haunts the lighthouse. Now one thing that always stands out to me is who is reporting this. You know, it's people that work there, it's people that are, you know, tied to the situation, so they have a lot of experience there. They can, you know, kind of tell you if something is normal, you know, or isn't. You know, the sound of knocking can easily be explained as waves crashing into the building. They hear that every day. They hear that every minute. So for them to say, no, that's a different kind of sound, always stands out to me. 
Uh, the original Ghost Hunters in early Season 1 actually went to this site. Uh, they did not actually say that it was haunted, uh, but they did have some experiences. How early into the show was that episode, you may ask? How about Season 1, Episode 4? Um, it was also the episode right before Eastern State Penitentiary, which is one of the greatest episodes which will be reviewed at some point on this uh, podcast. Like I said, I've never actually had a chance to not only not investigate it, but not actually even uh, go to the location. I am hoping now that it's, you know, a little bit calmer to go to it, so I'll keep you posted on that. Um, one of my other places that I absolutely love that I have visited many times and talked many times on this podcast about is the St. Augustine Lighthouse. I jokingly refer to it as my lighthouse because it should be. But I absolutely love that location, just the history of it, and not only that, it's an absolutely beautiful location. Looking over the uh, sea there in St. Augustine, Florida, some of my favorite photography has been taken from either on top of the lighthouse or looking down the spiral staircase. It is the more traditional looking lighthouse. Like I said, the one in New London. If I showed you a uh, picture of the building and took out the, the sea around it, you would not consider, you would not think of it as a lighthouse because it is not the traditional structure. I'm not going to talk about the uh, hauntings there at the St. Augustine Lighthouse because I've done huge, I've done podcasts about it already, but just know that it is my lighthouse and you are welcome to visit it anytime. Another location that has been featured on Ghost Hunters that I've been lucky enough to visit is the Epsecan Lighthouse, which is actually in Atlantic City. Um, it's literally right off the boardwalk. It's probably, I'd say, you know, 10 to 15 blocks, if even that, off the, off the uh, boardwalk. Very easy to get to. It was first lit in 1857, deactivated in 1933. It is 171 feet tall and is just a small 228 steps up. Now, if you remember just a couple episodes ago, I discussed the Jersey Devil with CKCC Commissioner Chris O'Mealy. Well, this ties into this podcast as well because there was once a report that the Jersey Devil himself, or herself, we don't know, was spotted on top of the Epsecan Lighthouse, which is just that much more creepier. Um, when I went there, I actually uh, had a conversation with a tour guide that probably went on about two hours about the hauntings that she's witnessed at the lighthouse. She herself is a paranormal investigator and has done several investigations inside the lighthouse itself. Uh, everything from phantom footsteps to, again, knocking to uh, seeing spirits in the dressed in uh, period costumes. Um, and again, it's just, it, it's a beautiful structure. Um, it just kind of creeps up on you because you're, you're there and then all of a sudden you look up and there's a lighthouse just kind of looming in the distance. Uh, again, I highly recommend it the next time you're in Atlantic City checking it out. Um, I definitely, unfortunately, I was not aware that it was there until I was actually in Atlantic City. So I did not bring any of my equipment with me. Uh, probably the next time I go, 
uh, I will definitely have at least some of my equipment just, you know, to play around. I probably won't get, you know, special access to the lighthouse. It would be cool if I did, and you know that if I did, I will do a special podcast from the location, because why not? Now, keep in mind, those are only just a few examples of haunted lighthouses. There are quite a few, actually, all across the country. For example, the uh, Pensacola Lighthouse or uh, Point Betsy Lighthouse in Michigan. I don't know what it is about lighthouses that creates multiple hauntings. I mean, if I were to guess, it probably has to do with the hard labor that the uh, lighthouse keepers had to go through, uh, all the tragedies of, you know, shipwrecks that the lighthouses were there to prevent. But let's be honest, they didn't do it all the time. There are still plenty of shipwrecks in the vicinity of lighthouses. I just think that there's a lot of multiple reasons for hauntings in lighthouses and I think that's what you know I really like about them I just I can't explain what it is about lighthouses that have always drawn me in they just they're majestic looking they are there to you know serve a purpose to protect life and like I said they don't always um but again the just the history of some of them they have so much tragedy surrounded and surrounding them and tragedy is one of the number one causes of hauntings across not just the united states but around the world as well so the next time you happen upon a lighthouse i recommend checking it out because you don't know what is you know the history of it or you know the mysteries that it holds so i highly recommend it there are so many lighthouses I want to go to that I don't know that I ever will, but you never know. So definitely on my uh, lookout for not just haunted lighthouses, but lighthouses in general. I love lighthouses. It's a weird thing of mine that if I see a lighthouse, I want to go in it. You know, yes, it's a lot of work to climb all those stairs, but the view is almost always worth it. So that's that is something that I highly recommend to you as well. Now, let me ask you a question. Why do you think lighthouses are always haunted? What do you think is behind it? I would love for you to let me know. You can tweet me at Trail67. Let me know if you are listening to this podcast, if you want to give me some feedback as well. Now, I don't normally announce what the next uh Real Paranormal Talk episode is going to be about, but I'm going to do it this time because it's going to be a special review. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, there is a new documentary that just came out called The Sleepless Unrest, where a couple of the uh, former ghost hunters of the reboot version of it spend a couple nights in the house that uh, inspired the Conjuring films. So I think that will be a cool review. Um, I've heard some mixed things about it, but I'm going to check it out and then let you know what I think of it. Um, The Conjuring House is creepy AF, so it should be good to see what, if anything, they find there. So I will definitely let you know in two weeks. Also, next week on uh, 
ranking tracks. I'm going to be covering a Beatles album, so that should be fun as well. Thank you for the delay, uh, for understanding the show coming out just a little bit later than usual. It's normally done on the weekends, but I had a uh, family obligation that I had to go to. But there was no way I was not bringing you an episode of Real Paranormal Talk. Thank you for listening, everyone. Don't forget to check out the other great shows here on CKCC Radio. And in the meantime, have a good one, everybody.